Don't be selfish on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by SEO ProLab, the company that I trust to keep ServNoMaster at the top of Google. To save 10%, use the coupon code ServNoMaster at checkout. Go to ServNoMaster.com backslash SEO today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. My very first product was a small guide I'd written with a few basic tips on how to start a conversation with a woman when you're a single nervous guy and have no idea what to do. It was the very first thing I ever tried to sell online. And when I set my price and when I set my entire structure, everything was around me. I set a price that I thought my perfect knowledge was worth. I don't care what other people sell their knowledge for. Mine is worth more. And I offered affiliates a terrible commission. So no one ever promoted me. No one has any interest in an unfair commission. At the time, I really believed that knowledge was more valuable than traffic. I've since learned that's completely wrong. Traffic is worth 70 to 90% of a sale. The product's only worth 10 to 25%. Traffic, customers, and audiences worth far more than any product. Someone with an audience can recommend anything they want. Someone with a product, they're beholden to their affiliates, their JVs, the people that are sending them traffic. I didn't understand the power balance, and I was too driven by my own hubris and my own selfishness. There are other ways people manifest this in business. Sometimes people want to hide their best information behind a paywall. Everything is about keeping their best material secret. It comes out in their blog posts, it comes out in their videos. You can always tell you're getting the junior varsity material. You're not really getting the A-team. You're not getting the best stuff. This mindset can really slow you down. Instead, I'd like to propose to you a different mindset that will help you make more money, build more of a connection with your audience, and grow much, much faster. There's this movie, Pay It Forward, which maybe you like it, maybe you don't. It had this really interesting idea that everyone should do three favors for strangers to push positive karma into the world. It's one of those heartwarming movies that everyone says, wow, it'd be amazing if the world was like that, and then no one ever does it. What you can do with your audience, what you can do with your blogs, your podcast episodes, your videos, however you're sharing information as a content marketer, however you're someone creating information putting it out of the world, you can pay it forward. You can create information and give the best stuff you have for free. I have some very expensive coaching programs that I only open up a few times a year. I'm very, very exclusive and very limited about how many people I can spend time with because my coaching includes phone calls, Skype calls, a lot of one-on-one -on -one contact with me, a lot of working together. I can't have 100 people in there. I wouldn't be able to personally oversee 100 people working on a project. It would be impossible. Most of the information you get inside my high-level coaching program, you can find. If you go through all of my other books, all of my blog posts, every single podcast episode, you can find all of that information for free. When people purchase a course, more than anything else, they're purchasing the structure, they're purchasing the organization. When I purchase a course, it's about the steps in the process more than anything else. I often know all the things I need to do. I knew exactly what I needed to do to launch my first Amazon book. I didn't know the right order. The order is exactly what I needed to find out, and I paid a lot of money to learn it from someone else. Since then, I've refined and improved their system five or six-fold. But that first piece of information, that first little nugget, was what I really, really needed. Giving away your material for free is 
not a mistake. It's not a foolish mistake. It's a way of paying it forward. You'll develop a connection with your audience and audience will fall in love with you. Every time I'm on the phone with a potential coaching client, someone who goes through the cycle and they simply can't afford it, I give them a series of tools and training that's free on my blog, free on some podcast episodes to help them make enough money so the next cycle they'll have enough profit to be able to buy into my course, buy into my coaching, buy into one of my training programs from profit rather than from debt. They're astounded that I give away this type of information for free. Why would I help people make money online for free when there's nothing in it for me? But that's the wrong mindset. You don't want to be selfish. You don't want to be caught up in this me, me, me mindset. You want to focus on giving and pushing positiveness into the world. Whether you want to call it karma or something else, the more good things you do for the people around you, the more you help your list, the longer the relationship will be. It's very easy to make a quick buck off someone. Very, very easy. Unfortunately, if that's what you want to do, nothing I'm teaching you in any of my podcasts or lessons teaches you how to do it. I don't teach that method. I'm aware of it. I know how to do it, but I have no interest in that. I'm interested in long-term relationships. You're listening to this podcast episode. I would like you to listen to the next thousand podcast episodes. I would like us to grow together to the point where you quit your job, you're a millionaire, you have total control of your destiny, and we still have a relationship over the next five, 10, 20 years. That's the relationship I'm looking for, the longevity. When longevity is your mindset, when you believe in the business you're building, when you're building a business instead of a hobby, when you're building something you believe in and you're looking at the long view, it makes sense to form a long-term relationship. A short-term relationship with a customer, you can make $1,000. You can squeeze $1,000 out of almost anybody. But a long-term relationship with that same customer who maybe pays you three or $4 the first year, $10 the next year begins to grow, pays you a couple hundred dollars, maybe over the next 10, 30 years, they end up paying you ten dollars or $20,000 to help them grow. And as they hit each different plateau or moment where they need to overcome and grow, when they want to go from $1,000 a day to $10,000 a day, when they want to go from a million to $10 million in their business, they'll turn to you at these huge moments and you can form these really, really powerful relationships because you started off giving away a lot of free content. I don't hold anything back in my material. I used to really have that mindset. And it comes from this idea that you have secret piece of knowledge that people can only find out if they pay for it. It works as a sales technique, but it doesn't work forming a long-term relationship. There are certain advanced techniques that I don't share in every form. I don't share my most secret material in public platforms. That's true. I do save a few very special things to accelerate or turbocharge for my high-end coaching clients, for my product purchasers. But for the structure of launching a book, for every single step you need to launch a bestseller, to write your own first book, get it on Amazon, get an amazing cover, launch it, and have success, make some money from it, you don't have to pay me a penny. The knowledge is there. If you want to take that and then build it into a really big business, that's when the next phase, that's when you begin to have to pay for things with me. But I don't hide material behind a paywall with the mindset of forcing people to buy. I want people to be able to make money before they buy anything from me. I want to make the world a little bit of a better place. I want to help people out. That's a little bit my mindset. And when you have that mindset, people will really form a relationship with you. It's kind of that old saying, a leader can be feared or loved. I'd rather be feared. I'd rather be loved. I would rather have my audience love me than fear me. I'm past that phase of my life. And maybe it has to do with getting a little older, having a couple of kids. But it definitely, my philosophy has changed and my business has grown massively because of it. You want to form a business with a great deal of goodwill. The structure of goodwill is everything. When your audience likes you, those people who can't afford your products, those people who can't afford to purchase from you right now, they can't really afford something, instead of leaving them in the dust, you're helping them a little bit. And they will 
tell anyone they know how wonderful you are. They will become the greatest affiliates and the greatest proselytizers for you. People that you help without squeezing them will leave you reviews, will leave you video reviews, will follow all of your courses, will post links on social media. They'll tell everyone how wonderful your message is. Treating people the right way has a great deal of financial benefit. So the first part, I told you all the great reasons to do it for morality and for creating a better world, but you can also do it because financially in the long term, it's better. When you help people out and create these ardent fans, they will send you real customers, real traffic, real following, help you grow your business, and you'll make a great deal of financial gain simply because they're total believers in you. Goodwill is one of the most valuable currencies that you can have. When you're thinking about writing blog posts, writing emails to your list, providing content, recording videos, give your best. Give your best content on those ideas. Give your really solid material. You can save a few of your top secret tips and a little some of the accelerators, things that magnify the growth for the inside. When people buy your courses, most of the time, there's t- they want that information, all those different blog posts, they want them in the right order. How many times have people purchased books that were originally blogs? You write a couple hundred blog posts and then you turn it into a book. People buy the book because they want the structure and the organization. I've purchased books exactly the same way. Organization and structure, knowing the right order of things is very, very valuable. In every industry I've entered, in every market I've dabbled with, I've discovered that the order of things is the most important thing to know. Most people have an idea of the right things to do. They just don't know the right order. Pretty much everyone out there, if I said write down the steps of writing a book and getting it published, they would be able to write them down. They just wouldn't have them in the right order. And they wouldn't know how many different pieces you need of each one. How many reviews do I need? How many sales do I need? They don't know specifics like that, but they would know the right steps, just not the right order and not the right magnitude of them. But they would know the right steps. The same thing for almost anything else. When you give your audience really good information, they begin to trust you, love you, and want to connect with you. They'll want to help you grow because they appreciate what you're doing. They appreciate the value you're giving them, the knowledge you're giving them, and that you don't hide things from them. They feel like they can trust you. They feel like they know you. And that rapport, that connection is really what provides longevity in your business. And it's a lot easier to form a business based on goodwill. It's very hard to play the secret wizard shell game with your customers and feel good about it all the time. You forget what you're trying to hide. You forget what's a secret. You forget what's not a secret. It's very hard to stay on top of all of that stuff. It's very complicated and there's really no value in it. Your audience isn't going to appreciate it. Giving your audience your best is about building legacy. Everything you put online is there forever. Every blog post you write, every podcast episode, every video you make will be online forever, for all of eternity. I have videos that I made seven, eight, nine, ten years ago to review different products, and I put them on YouTube. I don't remember the password of that channel, and I don't have that email address anymore. I Even if I wanted to delete those videos, I never could. Plus, they got uploaded to 10 or 20 different websites. I definitely don't know the logins to all those other websites. Things we do get disseminated, copied, spread out, and they're permanent. The blog posts you write If they have really solid information, they can become permanent. Everything I know about Amazon, you can find through blog posts, through these podcast episodes, through my website, through all of the different things I share, through some of the books that I'm releasing on Amazon now to share more and more of my secrets. It doesn't matter because the market is always changing. My techniques are changing all the time. The things I was doing on Amazon three months ago are very different from what I'm doing now. I'm always adapting to my market, understanding my market more, finding new opportunities, changing the way I approach the business. If I give away everything I knew six months ago, it's almost irrelevant because everything I'm doing now has changed. And the same in most markets I approach. All of my relationship market material changes all the time. I release new products every few months because the science, the technology, and culture changes. A dating book from 20 years ago. Perfect example is The Rules. That's a very popular book for women. 
It's designed to take control of the relationship and get a guy to fall in love with you. That book was written in the 70s and they haven't updated it since. They release it all the time. Some of the advice it gives is based on if your whole family shares one telephone downstairs in the kitchen. Our world hasn't been like that in so long. Everyone has their own cell phone now. When I was in high school, I had a pager. So even when I was high school, a long time ago, the technology changed. Following the structure of the rules, it doesn't make sense because it doesn't take into account the way technology has changed. And culture changes as well. The way people communicate with each other changes every few years. The advent of texting, then the advent of Twitter, then the advent of Snapchat, then the changing of these different technologies, the way people message each other through Facebook, the way we communicate, the slang we use, the structure of conversation, it changes. Many of the things that we think are static are not static. The way people date changes every five or seven years. And now that I'm in a long-term relationship, I've been in my relationship for a very long time, I'm shifting out of that market. More and more of my material is about relationship strengthening, relationship maintenance, making sure your relationship can go the entire distance. But even there, the technology is constantly shifting. I was just working on a project that's all about succeeding with a long distance relationship. I wrote the original version of the product two or three years ago with someone I was working with. The project fell through, as happens sometimes with some projects. I kept all the material. Two years later, I redid everything. I was redoing the videos recently, re-recording everything. Many of the technology tools that I recommended in the original version, they're out of business. There's all these companies that make software and apps. If you go to any app store, iTunes app store, the Google Play app store, you'll find pieces of software, tools, apps that are designed to help long distance couples succeed. They come in and out of business all the time. Someone has an idea, it lasts for three to six months and then the company's gone. The app gets deleted, the app doesn't get updated for a while and it stops working. It gets left behind. Even if you're in a serious relationship, even if you're way past that early dating phase, much of the advice and much of the information out there the relevancy changes constantly. One of the biggest challenges in long-distance relationships, if you read any book written more than 10 years ago, is about the cost of long-distance phone calls. There's whole chapters about dealing with long-distance phone calls and getting phone cards and all of these things that were big challenges when I was younger but no longer are relevant. With the advent of the cell phone, long-distance phone call pricing disappeared. You no longer paid a different price for a local or long-distance call. It all became the same. Calling LA to LA or LA to New York was the same price. That challenge disappeared. Oh, you can't see each other. It's so painful when you can't see each other. If you write a letter, you have to wait four days. Well, that disappeared with Skype and Skype video. Understanding the way technology is changing, understanding the way culture changes because of technology means that giving away all of your information now doesn't matter because in three months, everything will change. Everything about blogging is constantly changing. Everything as far as driving traffic, forming a relationship with your audience, dealing with social media. Guess what? It's constantly changing with new social media platforms appearing and different ones disappearing. There's a very strong possibility that one of the largest social media platforms in the world will be sold, broken off, or dissolved in the next 12 months. Some of those platforms that we're so familiar with and everyone thinks are wonderful are losing huge amounts of money. I don't want to name names, but you can look online and discover that one of the social media platforms just dropped from number three to number nine in the last year and has lost $500 million in 12 months. It's very hard to run a business losing that kind of money. What happens when that platform disappears? Well, all the courses on how to use that platform to make money become irrelevant. You gave away great material, but now the market's changing. As you've changed what you're teaching and as you've changed what you're doing, you keep moving forward. You still have all the goodwill, but most of that information is no longer relevant. It's no longer cutting edge. People want your newest and best stuff. Don't worry about giving away your secrets so much. Focus more on giving goodwill. Focus more on giving people the experience you'd want to receive. Another way to give back goodwill and to pay it forward is responding to your audience. I wish I was the best at this. Unfortunately, 
even though I tell people all the time, sometimes people message me on Twitter or Facebook through one of my Facebook pages. I'm not very good at noticing those messages. If you email me, 90% chance I'll reply to you. If you email me through this podcast, I'll definitely see it and reply to you. I check this email account the most, but through some of my pen names for authors, they get a lot of junk emails. Sometimes I miss emails because I don't check them all the time. I check once a day and things slip through, but I try to be very, very good about replying to every single person who messages me on those platforms. That to me, that's one of the most important places to connect with people. I'm just not that great at it because I'm not. I'd love to be the best social media guy in the world. It's not the thing I excel at. I don't always, I don't like checking Twitter seven times a day and checking Facebook four times a day and checking for LinkedIn messages and checking all these different things. It becomes overwhelming for me to keep up with all of that. But when people email me, if you write me an email, you will get a reply. Just this morning, someone really wanted to connect with me and he sent me two emails through the podcast email address and then a bunch of messages to the Facebook page. Once I saw those messages, we chatted on Facebook for five or 10 minutes. We ended up on the phone together with me, giving him some really cool advice, helping him to develop the next phase of his business project. All because I respond to my audience. Some people have the mindset, they send emails from an address they never check. You can reply to all their messages and there's no hope of ever hearing back from them. When you send a message to someone and you get no reply, it feels very empty. It stinks. I've done it before. I've been where you are right now. I've been a part of the audience and sent an email to the person I looked up to, sent an email to the person I admired. I've sent emails to people that I've bought two, three, five thousand dollar courses from. And when they don't reply, or if I'm lucky, I get a copy and paste reply from a customer service department, that doesn't make me very happy. It makes me feel pretty crap. You don't want to treat your customers that way. You want to give them as much of you as is possible. Now, at a certain point, your business gets too big and you start getting hundreds of thousands of emails a day. Right now, I'm lucky that I only get a dozen emails a day, two or three on a big day. I can handle those myself. It will get to a point eventually where it's hard for me to respond to everyone personally. I'll try my best. Hopefully, I can continue to do it myself, but it's always possible you get to a point where it's too big. But the personalized replies, taking the time to answer everyone's questions, even if you have an assistant doing it, and then the assistant passes to you the unique emails are the ones that require more than a simple copy and paste message. Many people ask me repeat questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? I'm having a problem with this. I'm having a problem with this log. And some of that stuff doesn't require me, but I still do it myself. By giving of myself, by answering everyone's emails, I form amazing relationships. I sell more coaching. I develop more relationship. I sell more product. None of that's intentional. That just happens because of the way I deal with my audience. And I find more opportunities. Sometimes people email me, they have a great idea, and I say, oh, that's amazing. Let's do a little something together. You can find amazing opportunity by treating your audience the right way. All of these doors open up because your mindset started out with, I want to give rather than I want to take. The more value, love, energy, goodwill, karma, whatever word you'd like to use, the more positiveness you give to your audience, the more really good information you share, the more your focus is on helping them rather than getting them excited enough to pay for your help. That little change in mindset of I want to help people rather than I want people to pay me for help is going to actually make you more money. You're going to feel better about yourself and people are going to like you a lot more and connect with you for a lot longer. Don't be selfish and you'll become a millionaire a lot faster. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you Tuesday. You've just listened to another amazing episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow with another amazing episode.